Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. I am so excited for today's episode. I have been looking forward to this all week. Today, I have a dear friend with me, Kathy Tagjanel. I am so sorry if I butchered that, <laughs> but Kathy is an amazing person. I met her through a group that I'm with, the uh, Go-Giver Success Alliance with Bob Berg. She is partners with Bob Berg, and she is the COO of uh, Berg Communications, but she also runs her own company. And that's one of the things that I really want to touch on today is her company, Zoom Strategies. She is a Colby certified consultant, and she helped me so much. She was so great and uh, walked me through everything, helped me understand what it is. We're going to talk a little bit. We're going to talk today about what that is and how that helps. But um, it really did change my day to day. And Kathy is one of those people who every time I talk to her, every time I connect with her, I learn a little bit more when I was trying to learn about building a community and using different softwares and different things, she took the time and walked my walked me through it and helped me, you know, kind of get that 3000 foot view of what's important, what's not important, what are some things, some hiccups that I'll come across, how to navigate certain things, um, and then gave me some practical application advice. And you guys know that I love practical application advice. If it's just theory and it doesn't go anywhere, it's a little frustrating to me. And she is one of those people who plays, who balance both of those. those knows things, can understand things at higher levels, but also the day-to-day and how that affects people. She is someone who brightens up the day when she just walks into a room and she is someone who gives, who cares, you know, who gives all of herself in, in the sense that she just really cares. You know that she cares about your success and she isn't just there to try to make a buck or isn't just there to try to, you know, bend something off. And so she has become a dear friend and someone who I highly respect and highly admire. And the work that her and uh, and Bob Berg have done have changed people's lives. And I have been able to witness that and see that. And it has been an honor to be a part of their group and be a part of their, uh, their organization and their success alliance and all the members in there. It's just some of the best genuine people I've been around. So I'm really excited to get this going and so excited to have Kathy with us here today. Thank you so much, Kathy, for being here today. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Joshua. It's so great to be with you today. I'm so excited for our conversation. I just love sharing. You know, my big thing is I want to help people live vibrantly. And I do that a couple of ways. It's to me, it's all about energy. And so I help people understand their own energy, their own instinctive strengths, but also from a business perspective, how are they maximizing their strengths within the business? Such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for being with us. I this I was looking forward to this day and to this call so so much throughout my week because uh, you're one of those people who I just I'm like I aspire to be like because everywhere you go, you just light up the room, your energy is so great. And then when you showed me the stuff that you do and help walk me through it, it really changed my life and the way that I set up my day to day. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today. You own uh, Zoom Strategies and you're a Kobe certified consultant. And so I know when I heard that, I was like, that's great. I have no idea what that means, but I'm excited. And so, <laughs> um, so I'd love to talk a little bit about that, uh, what Kobe is and um, and how it helps people. 
Oh, thank you so much. I so appreciate it. What a wonderful introduction. Thank you. And the Colby, and I just want, for people that know, it's spelled K-O-L-B-E, in case you're trying to find it. Kathy Colby, over 40 years ago, um, was the first to really identify our striving instincts. So most of us are very familiar with the cognitive or thinking part of our mind. Think your IQ test, it's your learned, ex learned skills and experience. Then we have what is technically called the affect, which is the feeling or emotional aspect of our minds. Um, and that is your personality assessments. It's your Myers-Briggs preference or your Clifton Strength Finders. It's what motivates you. So that's all has to do with emotions. But what Kathy Colby discovered is that there's this third part and actually it goes back to Aristotle and Plato. In addition to modern psychologists recognize there is this third domain and it's the actions part. It is how we naturally take action. And we are born with these natural talents. It's not something we develop. No one has ever taught this to us. So what Kathy Colby did was actually develop a very simple assessment that identifies what your strengths is, is in the four different action modes. Would you like me to share the modes or? Yes. So what she discovered is that, and these modes are continuums. Again, it's how you take action. It's not why you do what you do, and it's not what you do, but it's how you go about doing it most naturally. So for what she calls the fact finder, that is our instinct to probe. It is how much information a person needs in order to take action. So on this continuum, if someone initiates action with this mode, that means they're very specific. Their strength is their ability to specify. They will go in depth, they'll research, they'll ask the you know, really deep questions to dig up the details. Then you have people that are in the mid range. I like to call it Goldilocks, you know, not too much, just too little. <laughs> but, you know, the person who's able to accommodate and respond in that mode, their gift is their ability to explain. So depending who they're with, they'll know whether to, to provide more information or if they're with somebody that's at the other end of the spectrum who simplifies, I realize, okay, we don't get, they, they only need the bottom line. So, you know, I keep it very succinct with that person because they don't need much information. And if I try to say too much, their eyes glaze over, right? <laughs> so that is the fact-finding mode. And again, that is our instinct to probe, and it's how much information we need to take action. Then, and that's red. Everything is color-coded. So then there's a blue line, the continuum, and that is follow-through. That really has to do with our instinct to structure, organize, and design. So at one end of the spectrum is the people that initiate in this mode. They are our planners. They systematize. They will create and develop new programs. I personally am a seven and follow through. So that's what I love to do is to develop new, new programs and systems. In the middle are the people who like to modify or maintain a system. So they're someone who needs a system they can plug into and then they can tweak it and make it better for what they need. And then the other end are the people who are adapters. These are the people that know how to shortcut. They'll see a system and immediately know, I don't need five steps. I can do that in two or three. Yeah, um, I'm a three. I'm not going to maintain. <laughs> that's right. And we need you because you help us from getting bureaucratic, locked into these systems that can't change. It's really, really important. 
Um, so then we go to what's called the quick start mode. Quick start, that's the green line. And that is the instinct to improvise. So when someone initiates in this mode, they are future oriented. They have ideas popping into their mind all the time. And that is you, right? Um, you just can't help yourself. It's there, all these ideas. Um, you, you, it's how you handle risk and uncertainty. So you can handle more risk than other people might. Most entrepreneurs, small business owners will initiate in this quick start mode, or at least be highly accommodating in that mode, because it takes an amount of risk to go out on your own, right? And start yeah, definitely. a business. So, and then in the mid range are the people like myself who modify on the six. So I'm highly accommodating. So I love working with people like you, Joshua, and you know, just that energy and those ideas, because then I can, I can work with those ideas and modify them and implement them. My follow through then kicks in and once it done, once it to see some, something, you know, in place with that. And then on the other end with the quick start, we have people who stabilize. These are the people that minimize chaos and risk. And we need those in our business, right? Um, if we were all quick starts, we might have a lot of fun and a lot of conversation, but we may not get a lot done and we may not be able to maintain, you know, systems in order to grow. You have to have things in place. So like you were saying earlier, they're duplicatable. So we need those individuals that stabilize and help us. And hopefully you're kind of getting a sense. We need all of this energy. You know, each of us have the four that we're naturally born with to use, and they are our pathway to success. But we need to team up with other people, whether they're people that we hire on our team, maybe they're independent consultants or contractors that we bring in, um, in order to have the energy we need to accomplish the work that we're trying to do. And so the last mode is the yellow line, and that is the implementer. And it has to do with how hands-on you are. Are you someone who deals with space and tangible items? So if you initiate, you're the person who's out there building stuff. You might be the sculptor if you're an artist or someone who throws pots, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> that type of thing. Or you're the guy who's the mechanic who's spending all day fixing an engine or building a, you know, restoring a car, um, the builders that are out there, your tradesmen most likely are going to be initiating. Implementers are highly accommodating. And then in the middle, we have people that just naturally restore. So if something breaks, they can jump in there and jerry-rig it and fix it. No problem. They've got that energy. And then at the other end of the spectrum are those of us who envision we don't have to touch it in order to understand how it works we picture it in our mind's eyes so those are 12 strengths those are our instinctive strengths and we can do all 12 but there are the four that are our natural way of taking action and the more that we can stay in this strength zone or zone of genius the more productive and effective we are if you try and work against your grain for too long you will, it will take you twice the amount of energy and time to get something done. It's those days where at the end of the day, you're just wanting to pull your hair out, right? Or, <laughs> you know, you're just like, why is it, why is this taking so much? And I'm still not getting there. And it's because most likely you're trying to work against your grain. And so we, we work with people and help them see how they can do things using their own strengths and understand who, who, what tasks do they need to delegate 
and, and who to delegate it to so that everybody is thriving and working at their maximum productivity. That is great. I, I love it. And that, I mean, like now that I know the other side of it, I think of it and I'm like, yes, of course, that's exactly how that works. And, <laughs> and one of the things was when I first took it, I was a little bit like, okay, I've taken like all of the personality tests and the discs and the, you know, different types of wings and all of the, the things, because one, I'm just that person who I, I really like to learn myself and self-development, but two, also because of my team, I want to know who I'm working with and how they function. And I was really, really pleasantly surprised with how much insight this gives you into not just yourself and, and kind of to play to your strengths. When I learned this and then I talked to you and you told me, hey, if you set your mornings up like this and you did this first instead of that, you're, you have a lot more energy. And I realized like it really changed day and night my productivity because if when I changed it to what you recommended, it went from I'm good all day long to whereas before I would be burned out by like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I would eat. I want to take a nap. The rest of the day, I really didn't do anything. And I, I didn't realize it was because I was expending the energy in wrong points and dealing with the wrong types of things first. And so it really changed things for me. But one of the really great things I think that a lot of people can benefit from too, not just knowing themselves, but who they work with. I was getting so frustrated by having a hard time finding a good assistant, you know, and I, I realized it wasn't because they didn't have the skills. It was because we were too far apart on some of these numbers that I, the way that I work and the way that I explain things, it was too far of a gap to understand. And so if, you know, if I can just kind of give an idea of, of how beneficial this is and how much it's helped me, I didn't realize, like, you don't know what you don't know, right? And so some of these numbers realizing, hey, if I'm a seven and you're a three, there's probably going to be some stuff lost in translation along the way. Yeah. And <laughs> and so how detailed this was, it helped my business. It helped being able to hire the right people. And it helped me personally being able to like sustain my energy along the way. And so one of the things that uh, I'm like, I'm going to do right now that we usually do is like if people want to learn more and people want to work with you. How do they find you? How do they connect with you? How do they learn more? Because I know I know for sure there's a handful of people who are really intrigued and they're just waiting to kind of be like, Google this. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your experience. That just warms my heart. And I am on a mission. I feel like I feel like everyone, especially entrepreneurs, whether you're just starting out or you're seasoned, a seasoned entrepreneur, if you don't know this about yourself, this is the missing link in terms of your productivity, but also your just your enjoyment and satisfaction. You know, you can get so much more done with less, you know, taking less of your energy and do it in a joyful way. So thank you for sharing that. So if anyone wants to learn more, my website is zoomstrategies.com and that is Z-O-O-M and then strategies, S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S.com. And I'm sure he'll have that in the show notes. And you can learn a little more about Colby and you can click a link if you want to just go take the test yourself on the Colby website, or you can reach out to me. There's a contact form and I do offer a package if you want to get the assessment, a couple reports and have me discuss your results with you. And I, I definitely recommend that last one because it changed everything. Sometimes you get those reports, you're like, okay, that's nice. Good to know. But it was a conversation with Kathy that really opened my eyes to like, oh, I need to do this. And uh, and so I really recommend any of you who can do that to do that. 
and one of the things that you know, I I met Kathy through through Bob Bird. We are. I was going to say we are a part of it, but we're I'm part of it. I'm like Kathy, you basically run it, right? <laughs> you're you're the uh, Kathy is also the COO of Berg Communications, and so if you guys, well, if you guys listen to the podcast, you guys know who Bob Berg is. We had we had him on the show, but you also know that I recommend his book, um, the Go Giver series. I read that every year, so I highly recommend that if you haven't read that, and you've probably heard me say that about fifty times now. So go and get it. But, um, but so I also know how great Kathy is just as a person. We've been able to spend a lot of time together in the community and just her heart. She does have a heart for people, really wants to help and is able to explain things in a way that just kind of click for you and go, oh, I can do that. And so I really appreciate that. And so I know, Kathy, you do a lot of stuff with Bob. You handle so many things. I would I would love to hear just a little bit about kind of some things that being exposed to so many entrepreneurs, so many different types of people, so many different, you know, in different fields, that's, that's something a lot of us, we don't get, we don't get access to that. And so I would love if you could give us a, just a couple tips for people who are on this journey, who have been doing it, COVID kind of, you know, gave all of us kind of a loop and a run for our money. If you have just a couple of tips of, you know, getting through this kind of adapting to the new normal, I'd love to hear them. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, so one thing is being an entrepreneur, a lot of times you are working by yourself. You may not have a team yet and, and it can get a little lonely out there because you don't have peers that you could be running ideas by. So it's really important to think about who are the people that you are surrounding yourself with on a regular basis, because it was Charlie Tremendous Jones, who I believe came up with the saying that your life in five years is going to be a, a factor of the books that you've read and the people that you've had in your life during those times. They're either people that are lifting you up, challenging you in a good way to grow, to, that they see the best in you, they see your potential, and they help bring that out. So that, that to me, I mean, I've, I've had my own business. I was in corporate America for 12 years. And then in 1998, I said goodbye and started my own business. And I've pretty much been on my own or having, I've had several business partners along the way, um, wonderful people. And Bob is currently my, my business partner and we're growing this go-giver movement. And it is why we actually last year, and it's been a year ago, 29th that we launched the go-giver community and it's our own social network that we've created to try and bring together entrepreneurs business professionals sales professionals that want to meet like-minded like-hearted go-givers people who share this philosophy and want to do business and we tried doing facebook and the other um you know, groups and stuff, but it just wasn't working the way we wanted. So we did, we use Mighty Networks and have created our own Go-Giver Community Network. So I do invite anyone to, to join us and check us out if you want. And um, so that's one tip. It's really, who are you surrounding yourself you know, by? The other thing is really becoming aware of your own strengths, your skills, your what motivates you what what is your why that it all starts with that because if you don't want to do something it's not going to sustain you so the why behind your business has got to be big enough because 
there will be challenges. Our businesses are here to help us grow. And so we're going to get lots of opportunities to confront, you know, the fears that we might have, all of that. But if you view it as this is a learning opportunity, my business is my growth vehicle and we grow through what we go through. That's my little mantra. I even have a little clock that has that painted on here. Grow through what you go through. So I try and frame everything that happens that, okay, this may suck right now. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) But if, if I can shift my perspective, there is a benefit in this experience for me. Somehow there's an opportunity for me to grow. And that's why I love business. I love entrepreneurs because I feel like it is the greatest opportunity for us to utilize our strengths, to create something that's bigger than ourselves and truly, and I know this word means a lot to you, impacts our community, our society. And we can do that with a group of people. So as an entrepreneur, you're the leader and you are going to attract to you the people you need in order to fulfill whatever mission you decide you have for your life. That is great. Great advice. Thank you. You, you know, you've done so much and you're so, so successful at it. Um, how do you, how do you maintain all of that? And still, you know, there's a lot of, issues in business and it can be easy to get distracted and and be just a firefighter right every day you're just dealing with problems especially at at your level and Mm -hmm. and with the people that you connect with and deal with and so you're always so positive you're always so uh you know you great advice you always willing to take the time to connect with people regardless of where they're at or what they do how how in the world do you do that (laughs) we only have so much time in a day and we only have so much energy and you you seem like you're like endless amounts of it and so i I would love to know that secret (laughs) well i do make taking care of myself a priority because i learned the hard way that if i don't i don't have anything to give to someone else so while law number three of the go-giver is the law of influence and that your influence is determined by how abundantly you put other people's interest first That does not mean that you are anyone's doormat, self-sacrificial, or a martyr. It means that you have taken care of yourself first. So from a health perspective, are you getting the sleep that you need? What do you do to maintain your energy? For myself, I've studied Qigong for over 10 years, traditional Chinese medicine. And so I start my day with Qigong and meditation to really ground myself and keep my energy at a good level so that my hope is that when I'm interacting with people that my energy help helps uplifts them and not, you know, I don't want to be a, you know, a downer. (laughs) So I feel it's really important that I do things to start my day. And just as an aside, years ago, I was, I ran, I ran marathons. And so I would get up and I would start my day with a long run. And it was thankfully the Colby that made me realize that was not the best way to start my day. And I would wonder, you know, on those long runs, you know, I get the runners high, I feel good. But when I sat down to try to focus, I couldn't focus. And I'm like, Mm. what's the deal? Here I am taking care of myself, right of exercise. But what I learned from Kathy Colby, and I am a three in the implementer scale, it's a scale of one to 10. So I have like 15% of my mental energy in the more hands-on tasks. Well, physical exercise takes, it's interesting, takes mental energy. 
um, as well as the physical energy. But when I would go on those long runs, five or more miles, I overstressed my myself mentally. I just sort of used up all that energy. And when you do it in one mode and you do it too, you go too far, there's like some little tripwire, I, I think, that you go too far, your system says, boop, shut down, do nothing until you have recharged. So the secret, and as you said, you, you've learned, is that we need to understand what percentage we have of each and make sure that we're allocating and switching between the modes and allowing them to recharge. So I start my day with gentle things like Qigong, like meditation, and then I save my walks, you know, or I like to do the rebounder, the little mini trampoline, do that yeah. at the end of the day to sort of burn off any, you know, stress that might build up. But then that way I'm done and I can go, you know, eat dinner and not have to think too much more after that. So so that's been one of the keys for me is getting enough sleep and making sure that I'm filling my tank first so that I have something to give. Okay, so learning that for yourself is amazing. I did want to touch a little bit on, I already have a company, I'm already running a business, doing this for my employees, is it beneficial? Because I'm not, I, I noticed even myself, I was like, well, when I look for someone else, I know I can start noticing, hey, do we mesh well? Do we do all that stuff? And I know right now there may be a hesitancy of like, well, it's already hard to find good labor and good workers and stuff. And if we find out that we're not compatible, like how does that work? And and so there's a little bit of a hesitancy. So any recommendations for people who are like very interested, but also going, okay, we already have a team. Is this going to hurt us rather than help us? That is a great question. Thank you for asking that. And it's so powerful. It can only help you. The more that you understand about yourself and the other people that you work with, it will give you the opportunity to leverage one another's strengths. And, and if you find out that somebody is has tasks that are going against their grain, you have an opportunity to redistribute tasks. So you can really look at the jobs and how what tasks you have assigned and see, well, maybe you are asking one person to operate on both ends of a spectrum. That's not doable. Not not for long. And for those of you who have hired regularly, you may have had this experience. I had this in my corporate life. They would look great. They'd have all the skills on the resume. They'd come in, they'd say all the right words. You know, they wanted to work with us, blah, blah, blah. This was before I knew about the Colby assessment and striving instincts. And in 60 days, I'd be sitting there scratching my head. Who is this person? They're not doing the work that they said they would do. And it was once I discovered Colby, I'm like, it makes total sense. It's not they're a bad person. It's that it wasn't a cognitive fit. And they were trying to put a round peg in a square hole and it just doesn't work. So as the owner, the entrepreneur, you have an opportunity to make sure your people are all, if you will, to borrow from Jim Collins, are all in the right seats on the bus. You know, and if they're not, move them around. It's not a reason to let someone go people, everyone has gifts and strengths to share. It's your job to make sure you got them in the right place. And when you do, productivity of the team is phenomenal. I would agree, right? Because when they're in the right seat, they're going to enjoy coming to work much more than if they're in the wrong seat. And so I, I completely agree. That is great advice. Yeah, I would like to add, if you have a business partner, if you have a life partner, a spouse, knowing this about one another has saved lots of marriages. I do talk to them. 
<laughs> a lot of people. And to understand that about, you know, the person that you're closest to and to understand, you know, opposites attract. So you may be at opposite ends of the spectrum and you may be feeling frustrated. Why does that, you know, like you were saying earlier, Josh, that I can't understand why they need what they need. But when you can understand this and realize this is a need, this is not a preference. This is not them just trying to be a pain. No, this is something that they cognitively need to do it this way. Then you can give each other the freedom to be yourself, support each other and say, hey, that's your strength. You get to do that piece. This is mine. I'm going to do that. And you both feel like you're not really having to work hard because it just comes so naturally to you. I love that. I actually want to touch on that a little bit more because I, I feel like I'm like, I'm going to do that now. I didn't even really think of that because as an entrepreneur, we are different. We're, we kind of are a different breed and, and we think a little bit differently. And so if, you're, if your partner isn't an entrepreneur, sometimes it's hard to communicate things. And so knowing the best way, um, can you, could you give us a little bit of an example of, of, sure. um, of how we can do that better? Oh, definitely. So for instance, we had a couple come to, we do a, a two and a half day entrepreneurs Academy and um, I do the Colby as part of that. And it was a husband and wife. They were partners in the business. So the husband is an aid in quick start. So initiates in quick start, but also initiates an implementer. And then in the fact finder, he simplifies and he adapts. Now his wife, total opposite on all, on all three. There was one, actually, I think he was, I think they were both like sixes in the implementer which was great because that's where they could find their common bound. They loved biking together, hiking together. There's that piece, but everything else, total opposite ends of the spectrum and where it was really hurting. So he's like you, this initiating quick start idea after idea. And he would come home and talk to her name is Samantha, Sam. And he'd be like, you know, he'd be telling her, and she, being the initiating fact finder follow through, immediately took that as, oh, I got to go do that. And she'd go off doing it. And then she'd come back to him and he goes, I didn't want you to do that. I was just talking. So one thing that the initiating quick starts can do is just signal, hey, I'm just talking ideas. I'm brainstorming here. No action required. I will let you know when I'm ready for us to take action. This is at home and at work. <laughs> You know, because the initiating quick starts, they need to talk their talk it through to understand what they're thinking. That's just their way. Just like some people, their nat natural method of communicating is through the written word. So they either need to read it first or write it down. People like myself initiating in the follow through, I visually need to see it. I need to see charts or graphs or a pictogram or an image. And then I can take in the information. But if you gave me a long document to read, hmm, not going to happen. I'm going to skim it, bullet points, any diagrams, so that I can get the information that way. So that's just one way in which it's really important, especially, you know, when you're married or partners, that you understand that about each other and it doesn't become a, a point of contention for you. That is great. We're probably both going to take that. I'm like, I took that. And now, now my wife needs to take it because we definitely <laughs> could benefit from that. One of the things that I what that you touched on that I didn't even realize that I did until you said it right now was when we we redid all of our onboarding for you know for our team, and I used to do just videos, and that way they can come back to it. 
And I realized that some of the people liked to read, would rather read it than listen to it. Some people didn't want to see it. They wanted a different type of visual. And so we were able to, to get some people who liked to write to write out <laughs> the document because the way that they did it. And so it made me realize, oh, people consume in different ways. And not only, you know, not only is it like my job to, to make sure that my clients consume it in the way that's best for them, but I can also put the team members that enjoy it that way to be able to create that. And that changed everything for me because I thought I had to do it. And I was like, I do not want to write these PDFs. I do not want to do these documents. Like, please don't make me do that. And then someone was like, no, well, I love doing that. I'll write it out. Like oh, that, that helps someone. And knowing that part is so amazing. That is great. And that, that is so key. And giving yourself that freedom, you don't have to do that. You have the idea. And then I, I'm doing that right now as we're building out our team members, you know, I created the system, but I have them document it the way they need it documented. And then I'm going to come back through and make sure that things aren't missed, but you're right. And it's, they enjoy doing it because they naturally do it that way. So that's the yeah. one way in which your instinctive strengths will give rise to some affect of preferences. Because obviously if you do something naturally, you're going to enjoy it more than when you're working against your grain, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, another just little quick story that I love that a client shared with me that really shows the different um, action modes. So my this other client, again, was an initiating quick starter and an initiating implementer. And he, like the other gentleman, simplified and adapted. So he goes to Lowe's with his brother. And I didn't do his brother, but you're going to be able to figure this out. <laughs> they buy a barbecue grill. So they get it home. His brother takes out the instructions, sits down, and starts to read. Mike, my client, the initiating quick start implementer, dumps it all on the floor, doesn't look at anything, has it all put together before his brother finished reading the instructions. <laughs> so it's just we all do it differently. His brother probably could have done it. It obviously would have taken him longer you know, then it took Mike, but Mike just gifted with that hands-on. He could look at it and see exactly how it needed to go together and put it together. And that's that quick start, that sense of urgency. You know, you need a hard deadline, a short-term hard deadline, and then the energy flows. Yes, definitely. And if I could share one thing, because you do have the MO of what we call the sort of the quintessential entrepreneur in that you initiate in the quick start and then you also initiate in the fact finder so you have these ideas but then you're quickly able to assess priorities assess probabilities of this working so you have a lot of ideas but you probably self-edit so you don't share all yeah. of them with everybody if you're with somebody who is all quick start and not you know not initiating or highly accommodating in the the fact finder they're just idea, idea, idea. They don't self-edit. Um, so it's interesting. You can, you can tell the difference. But I also want to say, as entrepreneurs, there isn't just one MO to be successful. But what's important is to understand how you, as an entrepreneur, will be successful. So, for instance, I, I don't initiate in quick start. I'm a six. I initiate and follow through. And I'm a five in fact finder, but I've had my own business for, you know, I want to say how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll just say since 1998 was when I went into business for myself. And I've been 
had my Zoom and other, you know, partnerships throughout that time. But it was important that I understood how I could be successful. And then also, because I've been in partnerships, to understand how to find the right partner that we match up well, that we're not cloning. You don't want to clone yourself so that you can leverage each other's strengths. And then also, like even between Bob Berg and I, neither one of us are initiating quick starts. So we surround ourselves through either consultants. We have a team of certified go-giver speakers and coaches, and the bulk of them are initiating quick starts. So we're able to pull in that energy to ideate, to brainstorm. It's also why I love these two-day entrepreneurs academies, you know, where we, that's all we do um, to get to be around people like yourself who have all these ideas that we can then, you know, massage and tweak. That is great. And that did bring up a, a great thing. Cause I, I think before this assessment, I was really, I, I don't want to say like anti, but I was really hesitant with partnerships. It was really hard to find a, a good partnership. And now I'm completely open to the idea. I've talked to several different people about different businesses and partnering with them with other projects because of this assessment, I'm, I'm able to go into it with my eyes wide open and going, okay, I have this strength. You have that strength. Uh, we need someone to fill in this gap and then we're great. Like, and so that, that whole thing, I, I, it opens so many doors that I didn't even understand. Wonderful. Wonderful. And then, you know, still there's gotta be a values match. You know, that's important when you're looking at your partners, you know, and that they bring skill sets that, that you need. Um, and Colby does have what they call a right fit process that is a way for you to, to help you hire the right person um, if you're looking to fill a position. So to ensure that you get somebody that is the right fit for that. That is so great. So guys, definitely go and look at the website and connect with Kathy because um, I'm like, I could I could talk to you all day and uh, <laughs> about this because I love this. And I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure like after this tonight, I'm going to geek out over the results again, just to go through and be like, did I miss anything? And so guys, I really, I really re highly recommend because Kathy is one of those people who she really wants to help, really wants to see you succeed and has a great heart. It's not just something where she does it and then walks away and goes, oh, great, have fun. She, she really does help you understand it. And it does improve a lot of aspects of your life and things that I'm still realizing, oh, I didn't, I didn't understand that that was because of this. And so couldn't recommend her enough and just a great friend and, uh, and someone who have the opportunity, learn, just listen and learn. You'll take away so much. Well, thank you so much. And it's just such an honor and pleasure to know you, Joshua. And I love how you have, you know, t you're a man of action. You know, you learned about it, you took it, and you've been applying it. So kudos to you for doing that. And I know that your company is really benefiting from your leadership. Definitely. Thank, thank you so much for being here. It was such a pleasure. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks. And guys, thank you guys for spending a little bit of time with us today. And remember, be intentional about the life that you're creating. Bye. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh Olmos SR, that's J-O-S-H-O-L-M-O-S-S-R, or LinkedIn, Joshua Olmos, or website, josholdmossr.com. 
I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.